It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. The woman's name is Nita Marie Godwin. Okay. She used to sell Mary Kay cosmetics, and she was really, really good at it. And how do I know? Well, she made this video of her explaining how she's so good. So let's just get a little taste of who Nita Marie Godwin is. Mm-hmm. So I decided to take the plunge, start my Mary Kay business. And what's so exciting is I earned yeah. a free car. I'm just 10 she's somewhere in Colorado. She's all, ex- all excited. She got the she got the pink Cadillac. Taxes, title, and 85% of the insurance. I had no idea it was actually going to happen. I thought it was just something that people talked about. But the fact that I actually... Is she hot? Do you think she's hot? She hot? Yeah, she hot. <clears throat> um, if she takes her three sons to T-ball in a minivan and she's next to all the other moms she's up there she's taking them in the pink cadillac she got from mary Kay. then no (laughs) she's not hot okay Uh, no i mean i've done worse so (laughs) 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 i mean uh maybe okay i'm I'm asking for a reason i'm just kind of curious from a male perspective what the hotness level is of this particular woman telling you about Mary Kay cosmetics. So, you know, you want to watch her for another second to okay. get a sense of who she to, is to, to figure out. Yeah. Just, just she... give me like a, a little bit more of Nita Marie Godwin, just so you can get a sense of who it is. We're about to tell you a story about, we have a whole story about her, but I, I remember know. I was only 24 and I was driving around in my red green dam. I thought it was pretty cute. And everyone else thought I was cute too. Um, but it was so fun because I had a lot of people that didn't believe I could do it. And so she's telling us all about like her car. life as a Mary Kay expert salesperson. You know, she's very excited. Made me think, wow, if I can earn my free car, what? Yeah, she's really selling this, this car. What else can I do with Mary Kay? So just a couple months later, I quickly climbed the ranks to top 0.1% of the company. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds crazy, but uh, there's lots of consultants, but I became one of the top. Somebody's got to be on the, the top one. The leaders in the yeah. UK driving okay. the car. So I get, that's enough. You got a sense of her. She became one of the top leaders in Mary Kay Cosmetics, you know, making, I guess, a lot of money at a very young age doing Mary Kay. Mm. So she's somebody that is obviously kind of a joiner. Like she'll hear about like a get rich quick scheme kind of thing. And if it sounds legit to her, she'll get on board with it. She's that kind of chick. And the reason I'm telling you about that is because apparently she's just heard that there's way more money in taking off your clothes for OnlyFans than she could have ever made selling Mary Kay cosmetics. So Nita Marie Godwin, now known as just Nita Marie, changed jobs. So I sent Anthony a link of what Nita Marie is looking like these days. Some stills from her. From her OnlyFans page. Just want to get your initial reaction when you see what Nina Marie looks like now. Yeah, she looks a little different. Yeah. Yeah, well, most women look a little different when they take off their clothes and put on lingerie. And she's pretty tatted up, like more than you'd expect. Yeah, so there's this is her TikTok. And she does a lot of showing off of her boobs. One of the, one of her favorite her things to do. Yeah, she loves those boobs. One of her favorite things to do is not just even show off the boobs, but she really, really likes to sit on a big, giant 
rubber ball and bounce up and down. That's one of her favorite yeah, things. She does it a lot on her thing. TikTok and on her OnlyFans. So she's trying on bikinis right now for the for her OnlyFans fans, for mm. her peeps, you know. So uh, she's she's obviously pretty well known because she's she has a ridiculous amount of followers on TikTok and on OnlyFans. Mm. But here's why she's in our news today. She's a Christian. She's very religious. She said that God wanted her to strip for money and bounce up and down on a rubber ball in a bra. But she also now is telling us that she and her partner are in a threesome with the Lord himself. <laughs> How is that possible? She doesn't just love God. She loves she invites God. God. Yeah. Into yeah. the bedroom. Yeah, she said they're they're in a thruple, so or threesome. So here's what she says: she calls it a sacred and spiritual menage a trois. Mm-hmm. She said there is nothing more fulfilling or satisfying than when you experience God's love while you pleasure your partner. She said that twice a week they invite quote God to be a part of their lovemaking, and then it's up is, to is God. He busy? Huh? Has he got other things to do? Is there other things for God to do than? join in and have sex with this woman and her husband. I don't know that it's her husband. She keeps saying partner. So we're not quite sure if it's male or female or what the relationship is. She just says partner. But basically what she says is she, they obviously have a lot of sex. She and the partner and twice a week, God is allowed to come in and be part of their (laughs) lovemaking. And then she says, but, but then it's up to God's power to bring forth great sex and quote, heavenly orgasms. So this is like, it's up to God to bring it like we'll invite you. But once you're here, you better, you know, carry your weight here. <laughs> but wouldn't God pick somebody hotter? <laughs> if you were God, would you pick like, I don't know, <laughs> Margot Robbie, would you not pick Margot Robbie? Well, maybe that's what he's doing the other five days a week. yeah two days for this chick right margo margo robbie may not be in an open relationship you know if anything if you said to me maybe like will and jada because will and jada have this week told us that they are officially in an open marriage right so maybe god is with will and jada the other he needs a couple of nights off so we give him like maybe three nights with jada and will two nights with this chick and then like two nights on his own to do whatever no, I'm pretty sure <laughs> whatever it, he wants. If you're the Lord, you can close the deal with pretty much anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that you know on Family Guy, Jesus hooked up with Lois, right? You know, she didn't have a problem with that. So if you're God, I'm pretty sure you can close that deal. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm not. Listen, this is not about God having problems. In that department, this is about I just think that it's very interesting that somebody that is this religious is assuming it's pretty egotistical, I think, to think that God wants to be with you like all week. He's waiting all week long for those two nights a week. He gets invited in with you. Mm-hmm. But, God, you know, if God is everywhere, then he's there all the other nights, too, isn't he? Well, she doesn't invite him, though. He does. I see. Yeah. He doesn't get a calendar invite. So it's non-consensual except for those two nights. Right. So then she brings God into it. That's just wrong. She really loves her boobs, by the way. Yeah. Looking at Uh, these photos, she really, (laughs) I mean, you say she has a ton of OnlyFans. Yeah. The boobs have a ton of OnlyFans, not her. 
well, I think she has a lot to do with the boobs. I mean, she and the thing is, she's smart though because she doesn't just have the boobs like she uses them like she really she's always like pushing them together and mm-hmm. she gives them cute little tops to wear and she jiggles them a lot and <laughs> you know she's they they really she really works those two boobs like i've got boobs that are just as you know my no. boobs are just just as tired as hers <laughs> <laughs> but she seems to you know she seems to show hers a good time yeah i think she's had help with hers i don't think when she was in mary Kay. Looking at that video, they were that big. So she may have had some help. No, no. If you look carefully at the Mary Kay thing, I was thinking like she had the big boobs then, but she covered them up more because she was pretending that she was a a Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Selling Mary Kay with her pink car. Right. With her pink car. You know, now she's a different type of Christian. But yeah. only OnlyFans is where she's at now. So she's not selling. She's not hawking cosmetics anymore. I guess. No, that's what. I, that's the whole point of the story. That that was 2018. That was oh, so 2000. That was so 2000 late. Right. You know now. Now that she's heard about OnlyFans, yeah, that's what she's doing instead. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. How much do you hate mosquitoes? Is this a knock on my boobs again? Are you making fun of my boobs now? Is that a is this a boob joke? Because I don't I don't like it. No, no. This mosquitoes suck. The you know it's a big business for companies to come in and spray for mosquitoes. So they're doing all these tests to figure out how to make mosquitoes go away. So one of them is to play mosquito songs to play music. Mosquito- what kind of music do mosquitoes like? Well, that's the thing. No, you want to find out what music mosquitoes don't like. I see. So when they hear that, they go, "Oh crap! No, I hate this." And okay, then they don't go away. don't play don't play them. I just want to fly. They probably love that song. <laughs> yeah, that's their favorite song. Sugar Ray, <laughs> they're all over it. No, so they played them a bunch of songs. I mean, country and classical and 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 rap and R and B and the mosquitoes were fine. They played one song and the mosquitoes went, that's it. I'm out of here. I'm oh, not going to bite. Please, please tell me it was, it was, uh, let me guess, uh, something Katy Perry. No, that would have been good though. No, because remember they were using Katy Perry music to flesh out the Al Qaeda out of the caves in Pakistan. Don't you remember that? Mm-hmm. They were blasting Katy Perry to get them out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear firework no more. I'm done. <laughs> no, I guess the mosquitoes uh, like that. So. Hmm. But when they played the the mosquito Skrillex, they okay. hated it. They hated it. They they ran. They said, "This is it. I I can't handle this." Yes! So oh this song, mosquitoes hate this song. Mosquitoes aren't the only one. No. <laughs> Scary Monsters and Nightwing is the name of the song. This is the one they hate. So if you have a party in your backyard, you just need to play this song over and over again. The mosquitoes will go away. So will your friends. (laughs) Yeah, but they won't have no mosquito bites. (laughs) But I love that they finally landed on this song. 
to play for the mosquitoes, and mosquitoes went, that's it, I'm out of here. I can't handle I wonder it. how many they went through and how they figured out, like, are there other Skrillex, Skrillex songs that the mosquitoes liked, and by the time they got to this one, they were like, hang on a minute. Yeah, okay. playing gorillas or just anything else. But no, it's Skrillex, and this is the song Mosquitoes Hate. Yeah, I must be a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the one song, and it's a Grammy award-winning album, so the mosquitoes don't really care. They don't have sex when they hear this song. Wow. They don't bite you when they hear this song. They, they're out of here. <laughs> mosquitoes, uh, female adult mosquitoes were entertained by the track, but the hosts, <laughs> the guys, hated it. Okay, I see. So, like, if you're a female mosquito, if you're a lesbian female mosquito, that's your favorite song. Right. It's not your favorite song, but you don't hate it. You don't hate it. I see. I understand. Okay. But if you're a boy, you hate it. Yeah. I just want to, I'd love to see the list of songs they went through. Like, the, the list that they went down before they landed on this one. Scientists found that mosquitoes exposed to that song had sex far less often than mosquitoes without music <laughs> so if you just gave them no music they right. had sex but if you played that song they had sex less did they try to see if like um i mean if they want mosquitoes to have sex because i mean you want mosquitoes having sex if they're having sex they're not biting you so if anything i'd be like hey have a, about a little barry white mosquitoes what do you think they like that <laughs> so I that's guess, what i mean so you want yeah. them having sex so that if they're having sex they're not bothering you i really want them to go away though that's the thing so when yeah. the males hear this they're like ah not that damn skrillex song again i'm out of here and then and they take off yeah i'm one of those people that i'm a judge for are there mosquitoes around i don't know let me stick my leg out <laughs> like i used to have dreams as a kid like this was my recurring dream as a kid like you know how on radio our recurring dream is that you have to get to the station you're late for your shift there's nobody there there's about to be dead air and you're on like a train that's going nowhere or you're in the middle of like a stadium for some reason and you can't get out and your shift is to start like those kind of anxiety dreams. Mm-hmm. My childhood anxiety dreams were my legs full of holes from all my mosquito bites. Because everywhere I went, I remember I was a sports kid. I'd be out there playing sports, mosquito bites. Um, I was from a family where, like, you know, they, they didn't let you stay inside to play, go out and play, mosquito bites. You know, I'd go to camp, mosquito bites. We spend the day at the beach, mosquito bites. Like that was, I lived with calamine lotion. In my bag, in my little <laughs> my little little girl backpack. I always had calamine lotion with me because I was always like full of mosquito bites. That was always my thing. Well, if you are dreaming about mosquitoes that bite your body, okay. <laughs> it symbolizes an uncomfortable encounter with someone who hurt you in the past. No, I was like seven. I didn't have a past. Uh, if you're dreaming about mosquitoes biting you, it means you're facing complex problems in real life or trying to defend yourself from somebody or something, but you're failing at it. Yeah, mosquitoes. No. I was defending myself against mosquitoes. They're biting it, me anyway. Now, it's your, your fight with your mom back then. So every time you fought with your mom, it, it was about mosquitoes. I was seven. We didn't fight until I was older. Oh, Trust I guarantee me. you did. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guarantee you had. But yeah, there's a bunch of different mosquito dreams of what they mean. I don't want to know. I, I got enough. I got enough living with mosquito bites in real life. I don't want don't don't put that in my head anymore. <laughs> that you're fighting with somebody at seven and somebody was mean to you. That's why you're dreaming. Now, I always have the the dream of, yeah, the song is ending on the air and I don't have the next song ready. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't find the song and there's no song to put on. And then we have dead air. Right. And the DVDs are somehow like locked in a vault in a tent in the back, but you have to climb down. And as you're climbing, you get lost and then you're running and not going anywhere. And then there's quicksand and you hear the song ending. You, you hear the end of like a stairway to heaven. You're like, oh, shit. Uh, and I have nothing. <laughs> and, and back then I didn't think about turning the mic on and just start talking to fill dead air. No, we just had dead air. And I stared at the dead air going, it's so uncomfortable. Um, But no. And then when I got into more radio like this, my dream was I couldn't get Cooper's mic to work. (laughs) (laughs) So she wasn't on the air. So it all falls back to dead air. Yeah. Because we couldn't, your ISDN wasn't working or something was going on. That was yeah. the big dream. And that's it's it's probably a weekly dream. Yeah, it's a common radio dream. A lot of a lot of people who are in our industry have talked about that type of dream over and over. Yeah, that, that's our biggest fear. I think our biggest anxiety. But I wonder how people who get into radio now, there's no such thing as a CD. You know, that it's, it's all on computer. So what do they dream? That the computer dies? Yeah, that, the, oh, that okay. they show up at work and the computer dies and they have nothing to say. Right. Because that would happen all the time. Yeah. I'm sure that, you know what, for us, that's a nightmare. I'm sure that actually happens. (laughs) I'm sure there's people (laughs) that like, I don't know, they only touch touch me, they taught me how to push buttons. There's no buttons to push. What do I do now? Yeah. You could turn the mic on and start talking. That wouldn't be so bad. I never thought of that. You know, I was like, hey, (laughs) it's me, stupid me. I can't find the next song. The CDs are locked up and you're just going to have to listen to me talk for the next, I don't know. 30 minutes until i get off the air right if anybody has any cds out there that you want (laughs) to drop by the radio station i'll be glad to put them on because right now i got nothing (laughs) yeah because you always have to think in radio what's the next thing yeah you're always thinking forward forward you're moving forward what's the next element yeah you never look back you look forward right so what am i going to do after this song so I guess you don't have that because now it's the computer. The Cooper and Anthony show Four pop culture staples and the goofy okay. reasons they exist. Ooh, I like this auto tune. Where did auto tune come from? Um, auto tune. Well, I know that it's used a lot in the, in the music industry. When you get a singer, that's like super hot, really adorable. You want to put her on every single station but her singing's not great so you gotta auto-tune her song a little bit right is that start in the music industry what where did it start how did it start what started auto-tune what was the first producer to say i'm gonna use auto-tune and why is it this is it the share song you're playing right now it's this 
because her record company wanted to have a dance song because she had a huge gay following. Right. So they wanted to have a, a dance song. She didn't want a dance song. Wow. So she didn't want it to have nothing to do with the song. So she sang it half-assed. And she, oh. didn't, she didn't even finish it. So she sang maybe this line once. So the guy, the producer had, I don't know, a minute and a half of Cher singing. And she walked out of the studio. She said, <gasps> that's it. I'm not doing this anymore. It was a complete nightmare to record. I never knew this story. I've, I've, I've heard this song in every gay club I grew up going to. So I feel like I've, this song is like an anthem. I'm really surprised that A, she didn't like it. And B, that, that some producer was smart enough to think, well, how do I make Cher sing when she doesn't want to sing? Right. So she wanted to do, quote, real songs because her previous album flopped. Uh, and her record okay. company determined that you know, we have to do something different with Cher. And she's like, no, I got to do my songs my way. And they said, give us one song. So they did this. She hated it, sang half of it, got up, walked out. Uh Uh-huh. So the producer's sitting there going, crap. And it's not even singing on key. What do I do? So he he had this new program and he decided to put it to zero and it had this weird effect to it so he started playing with it and did the whole song like that that's that weird way of, of singing that we're hearing initially right that's that's what that is that's the auto-tune yeah it's called you know the share effect or t-pain wouldn't even be around without this <laughs> a lot of artists wouldn't be around without this she hated it and walked It's amazing. Out. It peaked at number one in 21 countries. <laughs> it reached the top. It, re- it was in the top 40 on Billboard Hot 100 for many, many weeks. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this was uh, it was on lots of different Billboard charts. It was on the Hot Dance one. It was uh, UK singles. It was number one. Yeah, it was number one everywhere for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. And in gay clubs, it's still in heavy rotation. Yeah, she won a Grammy for this song. Can you imagine? Now you have to go and accept a Grammy for the song you didn't even finish. Looks like it won a couple of Grammys. Oh my God. This song won several Grammys. Jeez, that's funny. Yeah, so she's like, screw it, that's it, I'm, I'm out of here. You guys can do with it whatever you want. He said, fine, I'll do it. Great producer, changed music as we know it now. That's amazing. I never knew this story. Okay, what else? You said you have some more pop culture stories for us. So you like us. this now, huh? There you I go. really do. Netflix movies all look the same. Okay, you mean visually, visually. or you mean like the storyline? What part no, of it? No, no, no. The, the look to it, the camera, the camera angles, the way the camera looks. Like, if you look at a movie like Citizen Kane, it looks a lot different than the cameras that are used today. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. So the problem is, is these cameras now are shooting 4K and they're crisp and these cameras are getting cheaper and cheaper. So what Netflix said is if you want to get a movie on Netflix, you have to shoot it in true 4K, ultra-high definition. 
If you oh, don't, so they, I see they have a specific um, format that they want everyone to shoot in if they want to be on Netflix. Every new movie has to be shot in this format or it doesn't get on. Wow. So what's what, what's up with that? Do they explain why? No, I, I think they want the movie to last forever and 4K will be around for a really long time. So it just has that look to it. And back right. then, when Citizen Kane and all these other movies, these cameras cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And now you can get <laughs> a black magic camera for two grand, go out and shoot a movie. For Netflix. For Netflix. <laughs> because it's a true 4K camera. And you right. can buy one for two grand. So if you want to be on Netflix, this is what you have to shoot it in. Right. I wonder if also it has a specific look and they want people to watch the movie and be like, oh, that rem- it's a Netflix movie. That reminds me of Netflix. Yeah. And there's a certain way they have like the outer edges. If you watch a movie on Netflix is kind of blurry mm. around the edges. Okay. So it all has the same look. And that was something they wanted to do. Interesting. So, and which is crap because people watch movies on little phones now. So it really doesn't make a difference. Um, why did DVDs and CDs and tapes and records and all that come out on Tuesday? Oh, why did they come out on Tuesdays? Yeah, that's a very good question because that's the day that everything drops. Books drop, CDs drop, music. Even to this day, music still, a lot of music still drops on Tuesday, even though it's just something you can download off of Spotify. Right. So it's still books come out on Tuesday. So your book came out on a Tuesday. It did. Yeah. So they're still doing that. Why? Yeah. Why do they do that? What's the reason for that? Because weekends are so busy, they don't have time to restock. Well, they didn't have time to restock the the music store. And oh. most of the records came in on Monday. So, so you restock it. So it's ready to go. That way it drops on Tuesday. Everybody can come flooding the stores and it's all there that it's ready to be purchased. But they didn't have time on friday and saturday and sunday to restock because they're so busy right right that makes perfect sense so tuesday is just a day you know right you get all the music in on a monday mail doesn't run on sunday so you always have that big influx of crap coming in on monday right and you can restock everything monday so everything drops tuesday and it's on the shelves and ready to go that's what i'm saying yeah so pretty yeah. much it's because people huh. are lazy They didn't want to hire the staff to uh, come in and and stack things on a weekend. You know, the fact that everything is downloaded. I mean, even my book, you can download and music. Like You download all this stuff now, so I can do it at any time at any moment. But there is still stuff that drops on Tuesdays because I guess tradition or I think now they're probably thinking, you know, mentally like people. It's the weekend. Nobody wants to like worry about your music coming out and Monday is tough because you're back at work. You have the Sunday scaries. Now you got to deal with Monday. But by Tuesday, you're kind of up and running. You're like, okay, I'm in my week now. What do you got? Well, the thing was, is you wanted, let's say you were waiting for the new Dr. Dre album to drop. Right. And you wanted to drop on the same day across the country. So let's say you wanted that album to drop on Friday. Uh But the problem is, is shipping times vary from state to state, store to store. Oh, right. So you might, you wouldn't get that initial buying that album on the first day sales. 
if you didn't have a uniform day. So Monday was a crazy day for shipping. So they just said, let's do it on Tuesday. Huh? So that's great. And then they didn't have to pay extra for employees to come in over the weekend. Right. Right. The MPAA needed a whole new rating because of porn. So remember back in the day we had G, PG, Mm -hmm. R, and X. Yeah. So if your movie got an X, you're pretty pretty screwed. Yeah, right. Uh, didn't um, like Midnight Cowboy or one of those like famous movies, wasn't that rated X initially? Yes. So that was X was becoming associated with porn and not real movies. Right. So Henry and June, a movie uh, that came out in 1990 was a biopic. It had an X rating and was categorized as porn. Oh, (laughs) isn't it written by like some famous playwright or something? Henry Miller. Henry Miller. Okay. It's about Henry Miller. Right. Okay. Henry Miller, who was extremely horny, they say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So they said, we're going to make that X. And they went, oh, you're going to make it X. You're going to screw us. Literally. You know, nobody's going to come out and see it. So that's why, and the movie Showgirls, when that came out, they Mm -hmm. didn't want to rate that as X because then nobody would see it. Right, right. So they had to come up with a whole new rating, and that is where NC-17 comes in to play. Interesting. So So they came up with NC-17 just to distinguish between porn, like that's X. Right. Or triple X in some categories, and... It's like a little more than R. Like R is a little racy. So something between R and X, NC-17, meaning uh, not okay for 17 and under. You got to be 17 and over to watch to ride this ride. Right. With NC-17, you can get blood on the camera when you cut somebody's head off. But I guess oh. you can't do that with R. So they had to come <laughs> up with something else. Because if you're cutting somebody's head off and there's blood everywhere, you don't want it to be rated X. Because nobody's going to see it. So, yeah, you're right. If you name it X, then you know it's porn. And NC-17, you go, maybe there's a little bit of porn in it, but it's not a straight-up porn film. Right. So no children 17 under admitted is really what what NC-17 means. Mm Mm-hmm. And R means that you can come in under 17, but you have to have a parent parent or guardian with you. So it's a difference between you're not allowed in here under the age of 17 and you're allowed in if you have an adult. Or if you're my stepfather, you don't even pay attention to the R rating <laughs> when you have a five-year-old and you just go ahead and take them. <laughs> he would take me to the movies every Friday uh-huh. And now I go back and look at some of these movies and go, the hell were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why would you take a five-year-old to see Cold Miner's daughter? How the hell did I sit still for two hours with that shit? You didn't sleep? You didn't fall asleep? No, because I remember watching it. He took me to... Invasions, uh, invasion of the body snatchers, which probably scared the crap out of me, and and the car, which still scares the crap out of me today. But he had no problem taking me. Horror films at five years old. 
Amityville Horror. You know what that does to a five-year-old? Do you have any clue what that does? But you really understand that stuff at five? No. You understand the lady looking out the window and there's two red eyes staring back at her. I see. Right, right, right. I get it. Okay. And suddenly, like, her head's cut off. Right. Right. And there's blood on the camera and I can't sleep ever again because (laughs) my mom told him to do something with me. That explains why you take sleep meds even now. You still can't sleep to this it's day. Because of coal that- miner's daughter and Amityville whore. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe, you know, he didn't even look at the rating. He would have taken me to an X, probably. He didn't yeah, the, care. The, the criteria was if he wanted to see the movie, that's where you were going. Right. Every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, I, I watch those movies now and go. It's, it still scares me today. It's a demon car that comes and kills people. How can you take a kid to see that? It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Do you want to know the new thing that people are doing to get a buzz? To get a buzz? You mean like to get high? To get like, high. Oh, like what? What's the new thing? <laughs> so now I have your attention. Yeah, uh, they're, they're saying that you shouldn't do it. So just stop doing it. It started in Scandinavia, and this okay. happened. This started. It all starts on TikTok, of course. Which means that this is not real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's real because they're saying don't do it. People are putting nicotine patches in their buttholes and their foreskins <laughs> for oh, a buzz. <laughs> Oh my god! Don't you do you remember that episode? My favorite episode of News Radio, which is like my favorite show, is my favorite <laughs> sitcom. Um, there's a great scene where Phil Hartman, one of the characters, is trying to quit smoking. They won't let him smoke anymore because he keeps smoking inside. He's the news. He's right. the newscaster, and he smokes inside the newsroom, and they won't let him do that anymore. So they say to him, "Oh, you know, why don't you use the nicotine patch instead?" He's like, "Oh, okay." So he puts on the nicotine patch, and he comes in, and he passes out, and. They find out it's because he's wearing them around his entire body like a belt. <laughs> he's like 40 on. Yeah, no, no one told him not to put them all around him like a belt. That's what he says. You know, yeah. He So when I think of the nicotine patch, I think of that. That's who came like, how do you start? Who who takes the nicotine patch? Who's the first person to be like, I'm going to put this in my butthole or my foreskin? <laughs> there, there's they're telling you, don't do this. Because it can cause skin damage and lead to addiction. So this is one thing you don't <laughs> Wait, want don't to be say, exi- Don't say addiction if you're going to say <laughs> poor skin. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't use that word if I were but you. But this is one thing you don't want to be addicted to. It's like, <laughs> well, I'll be right back. <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom and take care of uh, some things. So yeah, started in Scandinavia. It's probably going to come here and somebody here is going to try it. You'd know it. I just don't understand. Okay, so okay, here's I have a lot of questions. Did they take the nicotine patch and try it on different parts of their body and end up in the butthole, or did they try different things in their butthole and then go, "Oh, the nicotine patch is the one that's getting me the most high." <laughs> like what did they use before that? Baby aspirin? <laughs> you know, like what what else what else would you stick in your butthole and be like, "This could work?" No, they they say it started where people are getting are getting drunk, and then they take the nicotine patch out and put it in weird places. 
they're experimenting with nicotine. Yeah, that doesn't sound like the kind of thing you. That's not. That's not what we meant by experimenting. We said we experimented in college. That's not what we meant. I've heard of women that put coke in their vagina, like Coca Cola. No, no cocaine. Oh. They don't want to snort it because they don't want to mess up their nose, so they put a little bit in their vagina. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard about that before. I've never heard of that in my life. Yeah, well, I have, and sadly, I've heard about it. It's that's another one that you just don't do it. Don't you should not do that. We're not advocating any of this stuff. This is a cautionary tale. This is a PSA, a public service announcement. How do you do that? You put it on your finger and you stick it up there like a ta- oh you oh. you wet oh you wet a tampon, put some in and stick it on up there. I've heard people that have put tampons in vodka. I, I'm telling you, if you can put something in somewhere, there's someone out there that has put that thing in that place. Cocaine though, in there. Why would you pick there? I feel like it's a waste of good drugs. Like that's that what seems I'm like <laughs> it's not cheap. <laughs> it's not cheap. <laughs> You're right. Where right. do you start? You start with the the crushed aspirin, and then go. My headache went away. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I should put it in my foreskin and see how that works. I haven't peed for days, but I have no headache. Right. So it yeah. must work. So yeah, give give me that line. No, this right. is, I've never heard of this. So they're I mean, telling I, you stuff. Yeah, I, I wonder if it started with, here's where I think it probably started. It probably started with somebody that was hiding it there at first. They got a little high and they went, huh? <laughs> <laughs> more than just a hiding place. I think I'm going to get on TikTok. <laughs> I can't wait world. to show the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Scandinavia. I'm getting on TikTok and telling the world, you need to try this in the butthole. Yeah. You know what that says to me? That says, don't ever hire me. Like if that's if that's your TikTok, that screams to any prospective employer. I never want to work at your company. Yeah. You should Google these people. In, in the oh, they, they do. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm sure that employers now look at your social media to see like I know that they do mm-hmm. to see what kind of person you are, because, you know, at an interview, you come across great and wonderful and say all the right things and look at your resume. And it's so perfect. You don't have that you know, one summer in your life that you spent on some guy's couch drunk, like you don't put that on there, you know, so on it, you just, your resume looks great. But if you go to social media, you get a real sense who people are. And I think TikTok even more so.